money on uh greenhouse to be you know what I'm saying yeah there's no no pressure like yeah, that it's just like let's fucking let's make some dope shit let's <laughs> yeah. rap let's rap exactly yeah let's just fucking rap yeah yeah it's the easiest shit man yeah, that, I appreciate you putting me up on that record again. <laughs> Put you up on our record? Yeah, because I straight up forgot. But no, that shit is fire, man. So Flames. yeah, we've been talking about the uh, Greenhouse Electric Purgatory Part 2 mm-hmm. EP, a record that I have not listened to since maybe 2011, mm-hmm. came out 2010. And that record is fucking crazy. Flames. Crazy. Yeah, y'all might remember me talking about it a couple weeks ago. Oh. Uh, Bruh, <laughs> just the production on it is crazy, and the rhyming is just some of our best rapping. Yeah, bros is rapping, rapping, our rapping, rapping. Off. <laughs> yeah, like rapping, rapping. <laughs> for real, for real. And uh, the shit is beautiful, man. It's fucking beautiful, man. So uh, you know, if you out there, you know, check out Electric Purgatory Part Two mm-hmm. on, um, you know, wherever you listen to music, Spotify, yeah, it's on our Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. We got some physical. Maybe we'll do a sale because I got we got a uh, deluxe version where yeah, it's like with both EPs. Yeah, Electric Purgatory Part One, Part Two. So maybe if y'all see a commercial or if y'all hear a commercial during this episode, yeah. then that means I got everything together on time, <laughs> and we'll right. we'll sell that CD for like five bucks, cool, or something like that. And maybe maybe we'll do that and bend but don't break for ten. Nice. That'll be the deal for everybody listening to this joint. Um. But yeah, man, that shit, I listen to that shit. I'm like, man, we need to make more of this shit. Hell yeah. Because there ain't nothing sound like that out there. No. Still right. to this day, if we drop yeah. this shit today. It'd be like, what's this other All three shit? of them. <laughs> Next level shit. Next level shit. Ain't been touched. Oh, man. So yeah. we here. Yeah, we here. Super duty. Super tough duty. Work. And, uh, you know, aside from the music thing, man, it was just a beautiful spring day. It is. In the hood, you it know. Is. I was sitting on the porch waiting on you to roll up like, ah. Yeah. Relax, kick your feet up a little. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Read a book. Like, this is that kick your feet up, read a book on the porch weather. Yeah, it is. It yeah. is. I've been seeing my neighbors hanging on their porches a lot more. It's mm-hmm. not not too hot. Right. Not too cool. Right. A little breeze. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I bought some shit to get my landscaping right yesterday. Some okay. weed killer, uh-huh. which is not like me. Right. But I had to do it. It's yeah. been so nice. So, okay, today. We're going to talk about something that has been requested of us again. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, since we've moved into the illustrious. <laughs> the electric, the space, the space, the space. Yeah, the new space. You know, we've got a, a couple of people have asked us when we posted about uh, show topics have asked us to kind of explain everything that went into this remodel. Mm-hmm. And so that people can kind of see because people on Instagram saw the before and yeah, after pictures I the posted. Process, yeah. But, you know, all of our listeners are not on Instagram, some on Twitter, some on Facebook, some just listen directly on our, on our uh, podcasting app right. and have no idea that there's visuals, you know what I'm saying, to this shit and what it looks like. Exactly. And so uh, on this episode, you know, uh, what people were asking for is kind of us to take it from like a remodeling 101 kind of perspective to where we can explain what went into this and the method and the process. So those of you who are thinking of doing a remodeling job or something like this can kind of see what went into it, uh, the cost associated and the whole process, ups and downs of it. And, uh, you know, this interview we're going to. So if also I'm going to put this in here. So this episode, although it's audio, mm-hmm. right, we are going to add some significant video content to this. Right. Um, so it's kind of like the cheat code episodes where we add the video content. We're going to do that with this episode as well so that. As I'm talking about stuff, those of you watching the video version mm. will be able to see the visual references right. 
to what I'm talking about. Right. And kind of make more sense of it. But it should be good to go just listening to it. Mm-hmm. But hopefully those of you who want the additional experience yeah, the, the additional content yeah we'll hit up our youtube channel and subscribe you know youtube youtube.com backslash super duty tough work one word we got our own url yes because we're those guys mm-hmm. and uh we'll take a break and we'll be right back Work. We got you stuck off the realness, the most infamous, you heard of us, official podcast murderers, the show comes equipped with few points to share, grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow, so go ahead and download, every single week with a brand new episode, you're not alone in this world cousin, so we share information and honest discussion, and keep repping the culture, like we supposed to, they spread gossip but they never come close to, I can hear it inside their tone, they talk Talk about the industry but never left their home You get laced up with bullet points and such Plus empowering topics that they never would touch You can put your whole network against the team But Super Duty Tough Works the MVP Most valuable podcast on MP3 Priceless info but all of it's free So take these words home and think them through Super Duty Tough Work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. Ah, ah, Mr. Glass. Mr. Shepard, we are here. Yeah, you get to interview me today. Yeah, man. I ask you some of the some of the questions that that our people really want to know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some of the deeps getting into the weeds. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta do that. We gotta do that. You yeah. know, no one else gives that to the people. Nah, they don't. They don't. You know? Not the way we do. So um yeah, we're gonna talk about the remodel. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I'm gonna ask you some things about what went into it. Okay. You know? Okay. And um, yeah. So first off, just in general, like what really made you st- make this investment into the podcast uh well w- here's what's funny prior to us uh doing the video show mm-hmm. um i was working on this i'll say after we finished the kingdom crown movie that whole thing yeah i still wanted to do some video shit i just didn't want to do a movie okay right because it's just that whole time and it took me two years to do it and I didn't make that much money. I was like, I don't want to make a movie right now, but I still have the bug to fuck with the camera. Right. So prior to us doing this last fall, I was working on like a, a production show. Okay. Me and Mario. I don't even think I told you about this. Yeah, did you I, did. I, I, you? I saw some of the um, early episodes. Oh, okay. I couldn't remember yeah. if I told you about it. Yeah. yeah. So we were working on like just a, a production show uh, for beat makers and just where I kind of go through the basics of production. And um, which you still should do, by the way. Go ahead. Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> just say it. Yeah. I will watch it. Yeah, I haven't abandoned it. Mm-hmm. I haven't abandoned it. It'll probably show its face whenever my next record comes out. Cool. But um, so I've always I wanted to do something, and then but the issue always was okay. How do I make something that like? Because I feel like this is the future. Mm. Like content, video content is the future. We know that whether mm-hmm. we're doing it or not. Right. Uh, the way that people uh, consume things online is moving towards video, and so I was like, you know, I want to have some kind of video thing whether it's a show with seasons and then as we started to grow the podcast i started to look at the numbers last year right and i was like yo we haven't really done anything to promote Mm -hmm. and we get a good amount of listeners every month what would happen if and and we we were taking polls and you saw the polls too yeah we were like yo y'all should do video y'all should do the video y'all should do the video and we were just like yo it's a lot of fucking work and it would cost money Mm -hmm. and so i was like i don't know about this Mm -hmm. but i kind of was like you know what 
next year, I knew that in this year, 2019, all I would be doing is like working on a book, working on music. Mm -hmm. And I was like, if there were ever were a year to try to invest in the podcast, this would be the year. Okay. Because I figure next year or the end of this year, I could be out touring, promoting all that stuff, another record. Right. And I was like, so let me just make sure that I don't take this opportunity for granted. So as people were asking us, I was just like, man, there must be something here. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, you know what? This might be two birds with one stone. It kind of gives me an opportunity to get that that videography bug, yeah, you yeah. know, satisfy that bug. And then also to create something that people want to see. And, you know, I don't like to do shit half-assed, so it's kind of like- Go all the way in. <laughs> right, right. Whole foot. You know me. <laughs> I don't be dipping my toe in the water. Right, both legs, yeah, whole just, body. Straight up, I'm diving <laughs> in that bitch. I, like, I, you know, so it kind of started like that, where, you know, when we you know, when we first started, we just had the, the GoPros, and we just mm -hmm. started a kitchen table, and I was like, okay, let's see what the response is to this. And my biggest concern was whether uh, our personalities came across. Uh-huh. I was like, that's my biggest concern. I wasn't worried about the technical stuff. I was like, I just don't want us to look like some boring motherfuckers. Yeah, look like assholes yeah. and not be cool to look at. Yeah, you yeah. need some charisma if you're going to do this shit. Right, right. And so I was like, as long as that shit comes across, then we got something that we can grow. Mm -hmm. And I knew that I had others. So I started just brainstorming at the end of the year, plans on how to expand it. And the video part was became one of them. I was like, okay, we'll try that and see how it goes. And then, you know, we started posting little clips and the feedback was good. I'm like, oh, you know what? I think we can do something there. And so ultimately, as you saw, like we were doing the stuff upstairs and the videographer in me was starting to get frustrated because there's certain things we couldn't control. <laughs> like the sun. Yeah. <laughs> and we never even talked about that on the podcast. But right. what people didn't know when we were shooting upstairs in my kitchen, we were right by the window. Mm -hmm. And that's good to get natural light in. But the problem is we start shooting at five o'clock every day, right? right. Six o'clock. And so the sun would change the entire episode. Yeah, because it was wintertime. <laughs> right. So it got dark early. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the way the room would look when we set up the stuff would look completely different than by the end of the episode over that one. So that was kind of frustrating. Also, I was frustrated with like having to break down everything, mm -hmm. set up everything and have to kind of guess where things were supposed to be settings on cameras, locations of cameras. I was like, this could be so much easier if we just had a spot mm -hmm. that we could dedicate to it. And that's when I was like, I got to do it. Okay. So it wasn't always the plan to build a video space. It, at some point I thought I would need one, but not for this. Mm -hmm. In my mind, I was like, oh, it would be cool if I had a room for all my camera gear. Oh, so I, a room where I could shoot whatever. Right. Yeah. But it was never a priority because as we talked about, I, I wasn't fucking with film at that point. I was like, okay, I did the film. Now I'm going to put out this record. Mm -hmm. And the next year I was on the road again, just dipping. Mm -hmm. Right. So it wasn't a priority then. And then this thing came up and that's when it was like, oh, well, you know what? I have always needed a space. I'm not really using this space down here in the basement. So why don't we look at like uh, turning this into something that that we can grow the podcast with? Dope, dope. And look, professional as fuck. Hell you know what yeah. I mean? Glad to be a part of it. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so um, what part of the remodel, if any, did you do yourself? Uh, the most, I mean, I did the, as far as just like where it would go. Well, th here's the thing. Before you do any remodel, um, you have to know what you want. Mm -hmm. right like you don't want contractors coming in and freestyling some shit or telling you how to do 
come in freestyling. This with. is what you want. You yeah. really want here. You yeah. really want that. And yeah. we're going to put one of these in here. And so long before they came in, I started building with some cats in like November, December, who came through like November. And I had pretty much like the blue tape you see around here now. I had the blue tape on the floors. Okay. And that was marking the where the walls are now, where the door is now, uh, where the outlets are now. I knew where I wanted my lights. I, knew, I pretty much going into it, I I had it all mapped out. Like So okay. no pun intended, but you had a blueprint. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of the room. They don't call me blueprint for nothing, my man. <laughs> right, right. So I had right. the blueprint, had the blueprint of the room. <laughs> so at that point, that's when I started getting contractors involved. As far as what I personally did, I mean, obviously, I, I, I knew what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And then, so I laid that out. But then. Uh, the only stuff I did after that I, was just like the flooring, the painting, the trim, and just like the design of everything else in here okay. functionally. So um, you brought up contractors. Did yes. you go? How many contractors did you go through, and what made you settle on the one that you settled on? Well, the first contractors I had were some cats that um, they had done some other stuff for. Me. I worked with them once on some outdoor stuff, mm-hmm. and they were the first guys to give me an estimate in like November, and their estimate was actually the cheapest estimate. And I think it was because it was in November. And if you know how like um, contractors work, their work slows up right, right around right. Thanksgiving. Right, right. So you can get some shit on the low if you pop in around November and get it done between like November and February. Mm-hmm. But right around spring, they start getting booked up, you know. So that cat, one of the cats, I don't know what the hell happened to him. Mm-hmm. I gave him like a $200 <laughs> deposit. This man disappeared on, on me. Ghost. Yeah, next time I hear from him, I'm calling him, texting him. Hey, what's up, man? What's up? What's up? You're supposed to start Monday. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, just give me, I'm going to get some, because uh, he was going to start on the framing. And so all these walls had to be framed first. Mm-hmm. There was no way to put outlets there. This was just brick. So we had to frame this wall, that wall, and all of that wall over there. Okay. Um, so he was going to come through and start on the framing. This dude disappeared for like three weeks. I'm chasing him for three weeks. He's like, oh, man, I'm in the hospital, dog. I ain't heard from him since. Oh, man, I'm going to give you that money back. That That money gone. That $200 gone. (laughs) That money big gone. It's in the wind. It was gone that day. (laughs) Down the toilet, bro. I ain't seen seen that bread. Nah, you ain't going to see it. (laughs) Nah. So, and here's the thing. It was crazy. Like, before he had a cat he was working underneath, Mm. but I knew him. So, I think I I got jerked, especially because when he came back, he didn't bring his guy with him. Ah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I didn't think none at the time, but I was like, oh, wait a minute. He didn't bring the, the lead guy with him. Mm-hmm. You know, he just came to pick up the, the deposit himself. So I assumed that they were talking. But now I, I would doubt he even talked to this dude. Probably not. It's just shit contractors be doing when they on some sketchy shit. Mm. This is just shit that happens. Yeah. It ain't the first time. You know, so that was the first estimate I got in November. I can't remember. Whatever happened that November, I was doing something else. I was like, nah, I don't know if I want to do it. So mm-hmm. I didn't pull the trick. I was like, I'm going to wait till December. Oh, I was doing something with my mom's, help my mom with some of her stuff. Okay. okay. So with her, her arts and crafts. So I was like, I can't really do it right now, but I'm going to try to get at y'all in December. December, I started trying to get at them. Couldn't get at cats. Then January, I called my guy who helped me with my house remodels. Okay. Mr. J, older contractor. He's like 70. Okay, yeah. So you're going to get your shit right. Right. <laughs> he going to do his job. He going to do, do what his he's job. It's going to take a little longer. Right. But it's going to be right. Yes. Yeah. And he's not going to leave you with no bullshit. Right. And so he's like my guy. So I hit him up in like January, February. And that's when we were like, we locked it in. It's okay. This is what I want to do. Um, this is the date. And you know, I figured out what date he can start. 
And he was like, okay, I'm gonna try to get a couple people to help me with this. So it's gonna, it'll, it'll be faster, but it'll cost a little more. Mm-hmm. At that point, I was like, cool, whatever. You just want it done. Yeah, I just wanted it done. And I, and I knew, you know, that he would get it done. Right. I know, you know what I mean? I know versus the other dudes, they disappeared my money. I don't even know how to find them guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, where are y'all? Mm-hmm. I don't know. So <laughs> it's fucked up, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's this is the game. You know what I mean? So, you know, that that was kind of the process and, and what started. So I went through two estimates and uh the first estimate was the cheapest. That was probably like twenty two hundred. Okay. But that was but then that was actually for more of it. I was gonna get the some of that thing finished over there too. Yeah, because I remember you talking about like building a a sound space yeah. for like live musicians and that's what I was gonna and do all that stuff and, and I, doing the video run and I abandoned that plan right in favor of this one. I was like, yo, I really I'm happy with my studio over there, mm-hmm. and I got like a space for those on know in my basement. We'll show this that like, mm-hmm. you walk across the the hallway from this thing, and there's another room that right. has where my my studio is where I actually do music in. So I was thinking about expanding that into a bigger space, and then we were probably gonna shoot this over there, right? Mm-hmm. That was my plan, but then I was like, I don't need to do that because. I mean, I don't need that. And then this came out. I was like, you know what? I could just rebottle half of this space for this. And then, you know, that'll be what it is. Okay. All right. Well, I think this is a good place for us to take a break. break. Okay. All right. Word. If you've been listening to the podcast recently, then you know I've been working on a brand new book that I hope to have out in the next couple of months. But in the meantime, I'm here to let you guys know that all three of my first books are back in stock at waitlist.net. That means Adventures in Counterculture book, back in stock. Word is blog, back in stock. And my most recent book, What a Night, a book about the worst shows of my career, is back in stock. All back in stock. You can get all three of those for just $25 on waitlist.net. Once again, all three of my books are available for just $25 on waitlist.net. Back to the show. All right. Back in the place. They know how we do, man. Know what I'm saying? Who's the dopest? We are. Greenhouse. Bitches Greenhouse. <laughs> nah. Bitches Greenhouse. <laughs> I gotta say it with pride. <laughs> bitches Greenhouse. I gotta say it with pride, oh, bro. Oh, good. It's super duty, tough work. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we talking about the remodel. Yeah, 101. This is like a 101. Yeah, man. Because, I mean, this is something, like, for my basement, even though I don't own my spot, like, I, I visually can see it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying where my studio is because I basically got half of the basement. The other half is Taya's and yeah. where we do wash and clothes and stuff. So I've like come up with little things to you know kind of box it off a little bit, yeah. like curtains and things of that yeah. nature that I you know I, I but I would love to do something like this. So this is really good for me too. Hell you know yeah, and hopefully people at home are like getting something out of this. You know, yeah. I want people to know like. It ain't no shit that's reserved for you don't have to know how to swing hammers and, oh, and nah. do another shit to you do need to have a general understanding of what you want so that you right. don't get finessed. So you don't get jerked. Yeah. And and, and that's very important dealing with, you know, uh this this thing. But uh um, And then with the Cadillac of uh <laughs> remodel rooms. Yeah. <laughs> when you really only need the Honda Accord. Right, 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 right. The basics. <laughs> right, right, the right. Basics. Right. So let's dive back into the questions. Um, what, how much thought went into, um, the sound in the room and 
you know, what did you study things like? Did you study other, you know, video mm. places, video rooms that, yeah. you know, where people did things like this to get an idea of how you wanted things to sound and what you wanted to do? Yeah, I, I mean, uh, I definitely put some thought into the sound and that's still something that's like not perfect, mm-hmm. you know, because going into it, my assumption was that this room acoustically would be exactly like the studio. Right. And it's not. Nah, it's I, not. I didn't find that out till we started you know messing with it and i started uh finishing it like oh wait a minute this has got a lot more echo and stuff in it than Mm -hmm. i thought i would have because over there it's like i have like only maybe 10 to 20 sound panels and Mm -hmm. they're only on the opposite walls and the sound is completely dead Mm -hmm. but in here i've got stuff behind us right i got stuff behind you behind me i've got this wall and we still aren't a hundred percent it doesn't dead everything right. if you would get super loud, but it was definitely a big concern. It was, it, but it was like the sound was a concern, but also the aesthetics were a concern. Right. Right. So it's something I don't even think I mentioned to you, but when I originally was working on this room, once it was painted and the flooring was done and there was nothing in here, um, I originally had a setup on that wall. Okay. I was going to try to use that wall, but, um, and I wasn't, and I was setting up the panels to where there was no space in between them uh, and they were set up like just basic squares mm-hmm. and I had the whole wall set up and then I looked at it next day. I was like, this looks like shit. <laughs> and I was like, it sounds cool, but it just looks like shit. Uh-huh. And then that's when I started just, I took them all down and I had to repair the walls because the shit be tearing holes in the right, walls. Right, right. And this was all up and this is what I was doing up until the day we shot that week. Oh shit! Okay, like so, I was really like taking stuff down, repainting the holes, patching the shit, getting it right, and then I was like, "Yo, I did that wall over there mm-hmm. with like the diamond shape," and I saw just like aesthetically how that looks and how it kind of gives your silhouette a ill look when you're sitting next. And I was like, "I'm gonna do that on this wall," and I think that's what we'll do because then it will actually give a sound treatment here, right? Sound behind us that people can't see, you know, sound treatments there, and then that will. Um, and it, it'll just look cooler. Mm-hmm. So that was really, that was the priority. I mean, I knew that it's not, we don't do music here. Right. We don't really yell a lot. Right, right. So we don't gotta be crazy. Mm-hmm. Not like over there. Mm-hmm. You know, like the music room, I think that needs more aggressive sound mm-hmm. uh, than here. Cause we're just talking, this is a conversational tone. But when we laugh really loud, this shit can bounce over it out of everything. Oh yeah, yeah. So I thought about it. I watched some YouTube stuff and, uh, I mean, yeah, I watched a bunch of YouTube videos. I've got some books to talk about where to put things at and how to cancel sound and and just basically what happens when your shit leaves your your mouth. Right. Where where the where the waves go. Yeah. Where the waves go. And if you understand that, you know where your wall should be treated at. Right. So Mm -hmm. like here we're going this way. Right. So what's the most important that we have sound face you know what i'm saying on yeah. the, where our voices are directed so right. you got to have some sound treatments behind me because right. your voice is going that and i got to have some behind you mm-hmm. in my studio the sound treatments are behind the monitors right that's where mine are too yeah and then they're on the opposite wall of the monitors mm-hmm. and that actually works out so much better in there but it wouldn't work here because that's not where we yeah do our thing at and that's not where the sound is projected right right so you have to make it specific to what your needs are for us it was like okay we're right here so we need the most right in this little yeah four six foot section right here simple section that's where we have to put the majority emphasis on the sound and you know you know we were upstairs sometimes and we would have the window cracked and yeah cars driving by yeah. and even when the window was closed you know yeah. what i'm saying the car was loud <laughs> or cats bumping music yeah yeah trains yeah the all host. kind of stuff yeah and now we're not there so the sound was an issue too just like um another issue was like i mentioned before 
having a space that you can improve upon things. Right. And so once we got down here, it's like, oh, well, now I can leave the camera set up in any um, anything I notice in the episode or in the footage that I want to improve on. Mm-hmm. I can make the change right then and there. Right. And then the next week is fixed. Yeah. We start from there. That was huge. You know? Yeah. Because I have noticed like different placement of cameras. You know, when when I when I came in today, <laughs> yes, you know what yes. I'm saying? I was like, oh, all right. Must have made some improvements. Yeah, a little change. <laughs> a little change. Up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. I studied the game tapes. Yes. I see that. I see that. I see that. All right. So um, <clears throat> now we got, we talked about the sound. Now we're going to talk about the lighting. OK. Um, Is there like did you explore different lighting possibilities for the room or did you have a, a strict idea of how you wanted the room lit? What kind of lights you want? I knew what kind exact, of bulbs? All of that. Yeah. Well, because because of my experience doing the, the film stuff and the mm-hmm. video work, I knew that ideally having LEDs was like, yeah, the way you go. Right. Like there's if you're going to have a room built from scratch, you can't be putting those regular tungsten right lights right. in there. And for people at home, like the, the look, the color of the light is what you really are concerned mm-hmm. about. Like the tungsten lights there, they actually give like a yellowish. Yep. Uh, hue to them mm-hmm. that gives your footage a yellowish hue right. whereas like the LED lights you know they're the white white the white lights so it's like real white not like when you buy a light bulb and it says a soft white that's not yeah. white it's no. really like you know yellowish mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying but these are what you really wanted and I wanted it to be a space where we had so much lighting that like the cameras will be able to shoot at like their optimal setting mm-hmm. with nothing else Yeah, and we haven't had to bring a light into here at all no and so, like, we basically we have, like, the lights up, up top. We got the one in the middle, and that kind of lights our faces. And then we got the one over there on the other side of the room. And, like, mm-hmm. that shit is enough. Yeah. You know, we don't need nothing else. Yeah, I mean, you can you can tell the difference in the clarity of the shots, you know, from upstairs to being in here, just mm-hmm. watching it. I mean, right. even if you know nothing about it, you know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? Like, you can definitely see like they did something different. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like as far as how it's lit and as far as how it looks, not even just the dope new room, but you know, how everything is lit, the clarity of the the shots. Yes. All of that. Like you can definitely see the difference. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing too. Like to me, I knew ultimately, cause you know, we started out with the GoPros and that was it. Right. 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 And those are cameras that are best suited in outdoor settings mm-hmm. so optimal light as much light as possible <laughs> as much light as possible mm-hmm. and then i knew like okay if we ever get a set space you know i had an extra uh, dslr camera that i didn't really use i was like okay well when we get a real space then we can start exploring adding more good cameras mm-hmm. i just didn't want to be shooting with really good cameras in a space with shitty lighting <laughs> right you know it would that is why yeah cancel each other out yeah it'll look just like the gopro what's yeah. the difference so mm-hmm. now that we've come into here Knowing that we've got the the crazy lighting, it's like I can do so much more now. And it's not we're not doing anything complicated. No. It's just anybody who understands photography and video understands the importance of lighting. Right. And so the importance of lighting is just like that's that's number one. Mm-hmm. And uh that's helped us get better images, like you're saying, a more consistent look to our show, which makes us just look doper and sound doper. You know what I'm saying? Man, that's that's how you gotta do it. Dope is it's the only way to do it. Like we say, we just fly dudes. Only, only, only way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, all right, so now we come into the big question. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> well, first I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a preempt the big question with how long did everything take? Longer than I thought. <laughs> What is longer than you thought? Well, I thought it was going to take about a week and a half. I thought it would take like seven to 10 days. Ah, young grasshopper. Yeah. <laughs> Little did I know. Shit took about a month. 
Okay. That took about a month. To yeah, because we had to push back. Luckily, we had joints in the chamber. Yeah, they didn't know that. Yeah, we had to push back. Like, yes. to re- re-recording. Yeah, so the people at home, there was a period about a month ago mm-hmm. where a lot, well, two months ago, really, yeah. we started out in anticipation of this. Right. We just started recording mad episodes yeah. in advance. So we had six, seven episodes yeah. in the tank. So we were just dropping those. Yeah. And then, so basically, we tried to time it so that as soon as we ran out of those episodes, we started shooting in here mm-hmm. and it worked out perfectly. Yeah, sure did. But yeah, so like, uh, hold on, what was the question? Um, how long? Oh, how long? Yeah, it took about a month. Mm-hmm. About a month. I mean, it took that long too because there was my guy, Mr. J, started with him and he had two guys with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, him, he had this guy and his son. Day two, day one went great. Mm-hmm. Day two, uh, cats disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost. Let me tell you. So the son's friends, he has a son has a friend who overdoses. Oh, so he out of it. He what? quit. He stopped coming to work. Day two. Okay. So it was Mr. J and his partner, the, the regular the, that dude, and that dude is like an older cat too. Mm-hmm. So they had two cats. Okay, so for a couple of days. Then Mr. J tried to bring another dude who said he was the drywall man. So mm-hmm. the drywall man was supposed to show up on that Thursday. Mm-hmm. Drywall man shows up. He don't even know how to carry drywall. Let alone install. install it. He don't know how to cut the drywall out of the cake, the packs that come in. And Mr. J, <laughs> I can hear Mr. J testing him. <laughs> I thought you was a drywall man. <laughs> you don't know how to take that one. Hey, wait, hold on. What's that there? You don't know how to carry no drywall? I thought y'all had just drywall man. Oh, jeez. And so I'm sitting upstairs listening to this stuff. And I can tell, you know, the dude is all tense. He comes to my house. He's not even talking to nobody. I'm like, yo, how we hire this guy? This mean motherfucker in my house. Just, uh, you know, because I had to sit here. You can't just have right. contractors in your house. You just disappear. Yeah, you had to, you know, at least come down and yeah. oversee and look. And you know. I would sit at the table like for the, and if they worked eight hours, I would be upstairs pretty much hanging out for eight hours, mm-hmm. waiting on them to get done. And then I would go run my errands at evening. So like I would hear through the floors, right. all the shit going on it'd be hilarious but that dude didn't even last till 2 p.m that dude basically got fired this is day what day was it day four day four so he's out of here and he walks home you know what i mean no drywall (laughs) man no no drywall man (laughs) turns out the drywall man was lying Mm -hmm. you know he wasn't really the drywall man and so uh He's out, but Mr. J had to pay them fools uh, yeah. because he already had committed to them. You know what I'm saying? So that shit was hitting the budget some as well because cats he was hiring was just working and disappearing. And mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? He was thinking he was going to get more out of them than he did. Mm-hmm. And so ultimately it, it came down to like him and the other dude. Oh, just it, them two. Just them two. Uh-huh. And then what, it, what took us additional time was the electric. Okay. So apparently when my mom had some, and dad had some people do some stuff back here 30, 40 years ago. It was wrong. Yes, really bad electric work down here. Mm-hmm. And it was like, they couldn't connect anything. Because as you see, we got outlets there, here. There's two outlets on every wall. Mm-hmm. Really official stuff, you know, from the lighting up here to up there. It's done properly, but we couldn't connect any of that stuff until we fixed the lighting in the washer room. <laughs> So we had to disconnect this stuff out here, disconnect all of that, rework all of that, and then they fixed all that. Then we could come back to working on this. Mm. And so like that took extra time, but he didn't really charge me nothing for that. Uh, he did all that electric work because this is my guy right. and it needed to be done. So like, that's why it pays to fuck with somebody who knows you. Right. Because I mean, I think he knew at the end I was gonna give you something extra anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was like, yo, yo, just do it. We'll figure it out at the end. You know what I mean? And he didn't ask me for anything specific for that. Okay. He just did what he what he thought needed to be done. Okay. Which is like some old school contractor shit. Yeah, that's what you, I mean, because that's the difference when you deal with any older cat. 
in, especially a trade a yes. tradesman yes like they do what needs to be done and if they they know if they're dealing with somebody especially if it's somebody they know yep. that they're going to get compensated they're going to get looked out for even if it may not be that job you they're going to look for you the next time they need something done Facts. you won't always get work it's just a different mindset you yeah know? yeah and you know so that pushed it back and then not having because he was supposed to be him and two other people the whole time right so mm -hmm. like the drywalling and stuff that was actually supposed to be the fastest part right it ended up taking longer you know because it was just him and one other person and then him and another person to do the electric and all that stuff so he was hoping that he would have been able to do the electric while they were doing the drywalling and stuff right. like that and uh he had to stop doing the stuff in here to do that to get all that stuff in the other room fixed so we could put the electric in here properly mm. and so this is what you know older house i think this house was built in 60 or 45 or 50 maybe 1950 or something 55 something wow. like that it's an older house you know so a lot of bad work was done mm -hmm. back in the days people thought they knew what they was doing and you know if it worked yeah. then people thought it was good work right little did you know you burn your house down you plug the shit in the wrong way yeah and uh that's kind of what we found out working on this room man that's crazy yeah all right so now the big question okay what was the price tag the on price the price tag <laughs> what was the yeah, price tag that's what everybody else job? wanted to know that's yeah. what everybody want to know <laughs> inquiring minds yeah well i mean it probably i mean the the it probably i mean 2600 was the 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 original thing yeah okay. yeah it was 2600 original quote and i was like hey, can you with 25 and then when i think we we settled on 2500 because mm -hmm. there were some things and then with the people drive oh yeah we can do with that we should be coming under that so it came in right around that okay when you take away what got taken off for people dipping mm -hmm. that he didn't have to pay then what got added on for uh, yeah, the electric, electric and all that it was still 2600 bucks mm -hmm. you know what i mean for the whole room uh which is less than what the the original two guys i talked to right. would have charged me for doing more work but I don't think they would have done the extra stuff right that needed to be done that he did so the quality wouldn't have been nearly as that's what i'm thinking yeah the quality is really and that's really what you want you don't want somebody throwing up all these beautiful walls and shit but what's behind the walls right is it's fucked up right because that will have you you'll you be sick yeah because there's no telling what would have happened if they wouldn't have done the electric right yeah and you know we got all this equipment in here plugging up shit fire you know what i'm saying fire yeah blow your fucking circuits yep. you know what i'm saying it would have been it could have been worse yeah so yeah so so it came to about 2600 um i mean the stuff i did i probably paid the flooring we don't have an expensive flooring it's laminate flooring in here you know mm. so that's probably a dollar per square foot probably a 150 bucks for that which is what i put in uh, the paint I already had to paint from my other studio. Okay. Um, the trim probably another fifty bucks for the trim on the floor. Um, the sound treatment is probably a hundred hundred fifty bucks for these panels max. Okay. So that's probably it. So probably another three hundred bucks in the other stuff. So okay. under three grand for the whole thing. Okay, that's not too bad. That's not too crazy. Not yeah. for a, a room that you're gonna get hella hella use out of. Yeah, I wish I could have got it for fucking fifteen hundred dollars. I mean, of crackhead course. prices. Of course, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Of course, but crackhead prices. It's hard to get at the crackheads, man. They yeah. disappearing. Yeah, they you know, got, the, probably could have fucked you up too, though. Yeah, the first quote was like, "Wait, crackhead prices." They yeah. was gonna do the whole basement for twenty five hundred, mm. for twenty two hundred. Yeah, I was like, "Where? For real? Let's go!" Yeah. <laughs> Right. But it didn't work out like that. That would have been a hotel. Yeah, yeah, just waiting. <laughs> hotel and waiting. Yeah, I invited my own, created my own hotels where I hired the wrong people, man. Hell yeah. So I'm glad I hired my guy. And, uh, you know, he did good work. He showed up every day. He very communicative. And that's the thing I notice about, you know, older contractors versus newer contractors, younger guys. Mm -hmm. The old school guys, man, they just, they have more care 
and more mm-hmm. pride in their work. Yeah. And uh, some of the younger guys, they can show up, not show up. Mm-hmm. They don't give a shit. It's integrity and it's also reputation. If it's something, yeah. if it's something they've been doing for a long time, they yeah. know they have a rep. Like even if you don't know other people that they've done work for, yeah. they feel like they have a reputation to uphold. Yes, you know what I'm saying. And if I don't do this right, I may not get invited back to do more work. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He may not recommend rec- recommend me to somebody else. So it's yeah. just it's just different these days. Yeah. And people are fucking crazy out here, man. So, you know, you gotta you can hire anybody, but do you want anybody in your house? Right. <laughs> that is so, so, so true. You know, because like I have valuable things in here. Mm-hmm. But can I have just anybody working in here? Yeah, especially if they was down here. Yeah, exactly. That's the issue. Yeah. Like this is the area of my house I just don't want anybody in. Yeah, because this is where things are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the, the necessary things. The necessity things. Yeah, for doing my job. Yeah. You know, so the guy I hired, he he's you know, he was doing stuff for my mom when she lived here twenty years ago. Oh, work. So like Yeah, that's a no brainer. Yeah, it's like this is yeah, let's let's hire him, even though it may cost a little more, take a little longer. I'm satisfied with it. And I think that, like you're saying, it's an investment in what we do. Right. And uh, you know, uh, I'm happy with it. All right, cool. Well, take a break. Take a break. Okay, so we'll take a break, and we're going to come back and give people just, like, some tips Yeah, on uh, remodeling so uh, y'all can do this shit right and not get scroped. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, be right back. Yeah. What up, everybody? Quick reminder. Super Duty Tough Work hoodies back in stock. We got smalls back in stock. Medium back in stock. Large back in stock. Extra large back in stock. 2XL sold out already. My bad, y'all. But yeah, every other size of the Super Duty Tough Work hoodie is back in stock and available at weightless.net. Go there, order yours, and support the movement. Rep the squad. Back to the show. Boom. Do this shit in our sleep, man. Hey, man. You know, it's just natural. Damn. It just comes. It just it's, comes. It's just like turning on a faucet. Yeah. Like, oh, I need some. Yeah. Turn this shit on. Yeah. That's classic episodes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Who are those guys? <laughs> okay, so yeah, we're back. Super duty tough work. We're talking about remodeling, remodeling one on one. For everybody who's been curious about it at any point, um, obviously we did the real estate episode. Nice. And this is yeah. a, that was a macro one. Right. This is a little more micro, you mm-hmm. know, one specific room and talking about the process and the cost. And um, you know, it's uh it's dope. So we're gonna talk about the lessons. Yeah. You know, and these are tips that I have for anybody out there who's thinking about doing any type of remodeling job, whether or having it done, mm-hmm. um, if you obviously if you can't do the work yourself. So tip number one, have a plan before you talk to a contractor. Yes. That means that whatever you want done, you need to be able to articulate it in specifics because a contractor's job is not to get in there and freestyle. Mm-hmm. They're not creative people. Right. They're people who execute based on specific plans and needs yeah. that you should hopefully be able to tell. Them. <laughs> yeah. You should be able to provide those. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, don't just say, I, I want to do something different with this room. Mm-hmm. I just want something different. I just want to change this. Let's let's finish this room. Like what specifically do you want finished? Yeah. And you need to. And having a plan also, you need to understand what the purpose of the room is going to be. Yes. In that plan. It starts there. Yeah. Like, what is the purpose of the new space that I'm going right. to build? And yep. then I need a plan of how to execute. Exactly. That. Because lighting in here is much more important than in a studio. Yeah. You don't even really need. You know, need it don't matter. You less lighting is better in there, right? Yeah, you just have a lamp. Yeah. Because when know? we write, we don't need a bunch of bright ass shit. We want it dark and moody. Right. Here it's got to be bright and almost obnoxious. <laughs> True. <laughs> you know, true. Make and, it look good. Yeah. And so I had my requirements as far as 
uh, outlets I needed. I knew which walls I needed to be to be finished, to be framed. I, was like, I need that one framed. I need that one framed. Mm-hmm. I want my door here. Mm-hmm. This wall is going to go there. I need a light there, a light there, a light there. Mm-hmm. That's the spe- specificity that I had right. when talking to contractors. You don't have to be that specific, but you need to have a good idea of what you want because that's going to help you get a better estimate. Right. And they let you know like which options can go which can stay, mm-hmm. you know, and if you don't have a plan, they're going to make something for you that you might not be happy with. Yeah. Or that you might not need that'll, yeah. that'll blow the cost up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you oh yeah, I want that. But you don't know what the cost is of that thing mm-hmm. that you're asking. You don't know about the cheap version of that. You right. don't know how to get the same effect without using the same money. Right. That's something that I learned from doing houses is that, yo, yeah, you can do the flyest bathrooms. Right. But you put a tenant in there who don't give a fuck about that. Exactly. Do do it do the sink work? Yeah. Can I take a shower? They don't need a five hundred dollar sink. Right. Get them a regular basic faucet, man. Mm-hmm. They ain't gonna do nothing but break it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So, you know, things you have to learn when you're doing space. But number one, have a plan before. Yeah. Tip number two, get multiple estimates. Yes. More than one, more than two. I mean, I had a baseline for what I knew the I had a range for what I thought this was going to cost. Right. And it came in around there a little bit more because I, I mean, I also weighed like, Hey, do I feel like doing this? Cause I could have probably done the framing. Mm-hmm. And there was a point where I was going to do the framing myself, have someone else do the electric and, and then I would do the drywall. But I started thinking like, Yo, if I do this, what, what else am I doing with my day? I don't want to be out here doing that. <laughs> right. Do I really want to yeah. spend the time? But do I want to go digging? Right. Make some beats mm-hmm. and digging and making beats and writing a book one. <laughs> and so, <laughs> It was like, hey, I'm going to hire somebody to do this because I don't want to do it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to get multiple estimates so that you can know the range that you're dealing with. Um, the biggest mistake I had when I did my first remodel of my, my first property I bought was I only dealt with one contractor. Mm. And boy, did he try to put it to stroke. Ugh, the stroke was mean. I was like, where is this coming from? <laughs> Be stroking. How am I broke like this? <laughs> The money just flies out of my hands and into his pockets before I even get it. Wow. Talk about counting pockets. He was, he had all my money mapped out, mm. you know, and uh, <laughs> he knew exactly how I was spending every dime I was going to get. And uh, I could do a whole episode about that, man. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, get multiple estimates, even if that's your people. Mm-hmm. And so like, I got the estimate from some guys I never dealt with, but I knew that Mr. J is my guy. Right. And, and I have someone who I could, as long as he's available, I could trust to do the job. Mm-hmm. And it just keeps people honest. You yeah. know who's bullshitting you, who's blowing smoke up your ass. Right. And sometimes people give you a high estimate because they don't even want to do the work. Mm-hmm. True. So, you know, pay attention to that yeah. and uh, get multiple estimates. Okay. Tip number three is if it feels off, don't do it. Yeah. Don't just jump into something. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Nah. Like if you get a vibe about that dude, it's like yo, I'm getting a crackhead vibe from you, man. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, they probably crackhead. Probably. Trust me, I don't have some crackheads do work on my house, uh-huh. and I had to get people who wasn't crackheads to fix. Lesson learned. Hey man, can you come fix this? Damn, who did this shit? Like the, my AC was so bad, a motherfucker told me that he never seen nothing like it in his life in 30 years of doing <laughs> yeah, AC. Work. I remember that. That's his shit. Crazy. Yeah. He was pointing shit out to me. I was like, damn. That is crazy. That's not how it works. Uh, I can see that clear as day. It was like, yo, whatever you do, please don't hire him again. No crackheads. Yeah, that guy was very crackish. Mm-hmm. And so uh, if it feels off, don't do it. It is your house. It's better to wait and get somebody you trust right. who is accountable 
It gives you the guarantees you need, whether it's, hey, these are the days we're going to work. It's guaranteed. Here's, you know, a payment uh, schedule plan that you feel comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, get the terms that you feel comfortable with, whether that's how they work, when they work and who they are before you move forward. Yeah. And if you get a bad vibe in any of those areas, just chill. Yeah. The money will still be there. It ain't going to burn a hole in your pocket. Right. You can find someone who will do the work, who's trustworthy, has a good reputation and, and cares. Most definitely. So that's number three. Number four. Don't pay anybody without a contract. <sighs> I lost $200. Right. I could have lost a lot more. Right. I mean, there's only so much I was going to do, but $200, I was like, okay, that's will get, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because if, if they quoted you, you know, two Gs. Yeah. And... 200 is, yeah that's 10% but if, yeah. what if like I need 20% down or some people ask 50% 50% yeah, yeah. Like, I mean you could have been out of a grand right I've seen contractors do that and they don't even have any intentions on doing a job right they'll have people pay a, a 500 I mean a 50% deposit mm-hmm. they won't even shout with a contract they'll come in they'll probably demo your shit mm-hmm. and then they'll just disappear yeah and then you it's too expensive for most people to get fixed without you, you're like, damn, it's already taken apart. So I can't just hire somebody new right? because that then I got to pay twice. Mm-hmm. So let me just get this guy to come back. And these people, sometimes they don't have no intentions on coming back. Man. Yeah, straight up. So get the address, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Make sure they got, you got a way to get in contact with them because if you give them that money with no contract, no guarantee, and you don't know them, like I know where my guy, Mr. J live. He live, you know, a block, mm-hmm. two blocks from here. Mm-hmm. I can walk to his house. Right. You knock on his door. Hey man, you can finish this shit away. <laughs> Yeah. He know that and I know that. Right, I don't right. want to do that, but right. I will. Right. Over my bread, I'll do that. And right. uh, but the first guy, I don't know where that motherfucker is at, where he lived. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and you know, it's no coincidence he don't want to disappear. Right. Yeah. So I would say, don't do anything without a contract. And if they're not willing to give you a contract, especially if it's some significant work, yeah. anything over a couple hundred dollars, then don't do it. Hell no, don't do That's it. That's a red flag. Yes. You know, and a lot of them, they'll say, oh, no, I don't need a contract. No, they should have everything. They should be giving you everything because that's how you build trust. Yeah, and they should want a contract to make sure they're getting, they not getting struck. You would think. Yeah, you would think. <laughs> but the reason they don't is because. They going to stroke you. <laughs> <laughs> they doing the stroking in exactly. that situation. Yes, that's exactly what it is, my man. <laughs> so that's number four tip. <laughs> tip number five. Okay, so we're talking about, no, tip number five is to use your network. Mm-hmm. That means that from all the people around you, like, I would bet if you search your uh, Facebook friends list right now, mm-hmm. there are people who do good work on it. Or that know people. That know people. So, like, I see people post stuff all the time that I've never worked with. I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't even know he did mm-hmm. this kind of work. And they're posting their before and after pictures. And right. I'm like, damn, you actually do good work. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think most of us have people like that in our network that we may not have even noticed. Yeah. And like you're saying, even if they can't do it, they can recommend someone who can or they can help you deal with with the estimates that you are. They can help you vet contractors. Right. So, and it, it can be shysty, but most things that happen to people is because they don't do the diligence. Oh yeah, So definitely. have someone in your corner that can help you. See, I knew I could trust Mr. J because when my first contractor was stroking me on my first mm-hmm. flip, he saved me. Yeah, he, he probably what, came in like, you don't want to do that, young blood. <laughs> he did. It was just like that. It was just like that. He came in like, who put this here? Who installed this, Al? I was like, oh, this is my guy. Chris did that. He, he's like, um, I don't know if you know, but this, the, the code says it just got to be this many inches here and it's got to be that there. This is really bad. Okay. I was like, oh, thanks, Mr. J. 
He said, you might want to talk to him about doing this the right way because, you know, if you have to get this thing inspected before you mm-hmm. finance, they're going to flag this. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Thank <Yeah>. you. <laughs> right. I didn't even, it took me another month or two before I, I hired him because mm-hmm. first I had to write down all the shit that was wrong. So every time they come through, we'd be talking about something like, yeah, and uh, man, who put that there? <laughs> I was like, yeah. I almost don't want to call him. Chris did it. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was doing my landscaping and okay. he would come inside and just hang out when, we, when I fade him or something. He was just like, oh, um. <laughs> See, you got some work done. Yeah. He was giving me that look. I was just sick, like, oh, this is bad. Oh, man. <laughs> and uh, eventually I started seeing, like, okay, my guy don't know. And so I started asking my guy, Chris, like, hey, man, what's up with this? What's up with that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, don't worry. I'll just do it again. It's no problem. Oh, that'll do. No one cares. You know what I mean? And then it was like we had something where just a straw that broke the camel's back. And I was getting, getting tired. And I started getting books myself. Mm. So I went and bought a bunch of books. Mm. And I started looking up everything Mr. J was telling me that Chris right. was doing wrong. And I was like, yep. <laughs> yep. He's not lying My to me. My man's not lying to me. <laughs> he know what he told me. He know what he's talking about. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the younger cat, Chris, he was probably mid-30s, mm-hmm. you know, early 30s. And uh, Mr. J probably was about 60 back then. And mm-hmm. he was just just knew the shit off the top of his head from right. doing it so long and it, you know it ain't no bad work when they see it oh yeah of course people know yeah like my dad my dad's electrician been an electrician for probably all my life and um he i always have him come whenever i moved or anything yeah i would all ha- always have him come and inspect the electric yeah you know what i'm saying just to make sure i wouldn't come in some place where i could you know burn my house down yeah if i turn the light switch on yeah you plug know? the wrong thing in yeah yeah, and it, it pays to have somebody like that in mm-hmm. your family. Right. And so for people who don't, you got somebody like that in your network. Like yeah. I got uncles who do stuff as well. And it's like, man, now that I've messed with it enough, I know how valuable it is. You don't have to have all the answers. Mm-hmm. You just have to have the right people around you who can ask the right questions. Right. And then you'll be good. Yeah. So that's it. That's it. So I hope some of y'all got something out of this, man. You know, this is not a hip hop episode this week. You right, know, but it, but it's a, you know we're hip hoppers, right? And I hope this is real grown man shit. And I hope that y'all learned something out of this. And uh, you know, those of you at home, you know, you uh, if you get to watch this on a YouTube channel, you'll see some additional video stuff that we're gonna add to it. Mm-hmm. And I hope that this kind of explains everything that we did. And uh, good luck on your next remodeling job. Word up. See y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. Shoot, I got styles already that's more complex than nobody know about. I mean, Super Duty Tough Work. <laughs>